This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. something to them Wednesday out of my spirit that's why I'm back here today this is what I did last week I did it uh, the quick version well the Lord uh, impressed me that wasn't good enough amen your quick version just wasn't good enough you go back and do it again so Romans the 10th chapter hallelujah even believe this was in the quick version. See, I left it out. Amen. You go back and you do it again. That's why I had to I had to have that played today. I call him Lord. Romans the 10th chapter, everyone knows this is the salvation verses. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And we take that scripture and we use it for salvation. We use it for people to get born again, and rightfully so. But do you notice that in the body of that scripture, It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, or if thou wilt confess with thy mouth Jesus as Lord, Jesus as Lord, that's what he's saying. Not only are you you saying that I believe that he died for me, I confess my sins and believe that he took my sin in his own body on the tree, I believe that he died and went to hell for me and served my sentence. But I also believe that because of that, he is Lord. And we leave that part out. But you can't leave that part out. It's part and parcel of the salvation confession, experience, change. It's a part of it. Jesus is Lord. I've been listening to Brother Copeland say that for years, and I finally got it. Jesus is Lord. He's not just my Savior. He's not just my healer. He's not just my deliverer. He's my Lord. And if he's my Lord, whatever he says, I do. If he says go, I go. If he says come, I come. If he says do this, I do it. If he says do that, I do it. 
if he says the car that you're driving in today, I want you to give it to Brother Lenny. I do it. If he's Lord, whatever he says goes. Is he your Lord? I related to you last time about uh, uh, someone in the ministry who, who the Lord spoke to him to take a, a, a watch off his arm that was like a $3,000 watch that someone had given to him and just give it to somebody else. He said, but Jesus told me to do that. And he's my Lord. And if he's my Lord, I just do it. I don't question it. I don't reason about it. I don't try to figure it out. I don't try to calculate how much that watch costs. He's Lord. I just do it. And the best way to do it is the way he related it was, he said he did like this. And turned around and walked away. Didn't give himself time to think about it. Didn't talk to the man. Just took it off and handed it to him and turned around and walked away. Why? Because Jesus is Lord. If Jesus tells him, get up and minister to that man in the restaurant, he just gets up from his table, swallows whatever he's chewing on, and walk on over there in the middle of the restaurant and say, the Lord says to you, such and such and such and such. Why would you do that? Don't you know that that man is sitting there trying to enjoy his meal? That man may be enjoying his last meal. And if Jesus said, get up and go and minister to him now, get up and do it now because he's Lord and lives are at stake. God knows things you don't know. Hallelujah. Do you remember when Jesus said to the, to the rich young ruler, sell what you have and give to the poor and come and follow me? Right away, he starts thinking about what he had. He was grieved at that saying because he had much possessions. Thou fool, this night thy life may be required of thee. And all your possessions will go for naught. All your possessions will go to somebody else. And you're protecting and keeping your possessions instead of allowing him to be Lord. You gotta let him be Lord. Hallelujah. I should. Okay, Lord. Turn, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matthew chapter 4, please. Glory to God. He's Lord of my life. He's Lord of my home. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let him be Lord of your marriage. If God is Lord of your marriage, you won't have no marriage problems. Why do you say do, Lord? I'll do it. And you don't stop and think, will this make me look bad? Will it make it look like I was wrong? You don't even think about it. You don't even consider it. He's Lord of my marriage. That means he owns the marriage. He owns the marriage. He said, I put you and you together and I want you to do this. I didn't put you and you together to do what you want to do. Did you know some marriages? There's marriages that was ordained for a specific purpose. And 
it's not for you to get a nice big car and ride around together and grin at everybody. God is using some of you folk that have been put together for other people to see. Yeah, well, she wasn't exactly what I wanted. Yeah, well, I'll fix her and make her exactly what she wanted. He put you together for a purpose. See, we get into the flesh. Oh, she sure looks fine. God is of the spirit. He's not of the fine. I want him. God, give me him. I got him for her. You shut up and wait till I send him. I'll send him to you, the him that I want. Did you call me Lord? Did you did you say, yes, Lord, I receive you as my Lord. And I say, wait a minute, stop. Did you notice Lord first? I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Lord first. Because if you take the Lord first, then you do what Savior says do. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 4. I'm cut up today. Wife ain't here. She be directing me from the balcony. Y'all don't see it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I get crazy now. Watch me here. Where am I? Matthew chapter 4, verse 18. Hallelujah. Y'all just steady be trying to get me ready for television, huh, too? And I ain't going to act right. Ain't no need you try. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. Amen. All right. The 18th verse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ever see Fred? He be walking by mind his own prisons just for teaching away. And then all of a sudden, what? What? And Betty's pulling something and straightening out something. <laughs> That's why you don't go over there. <laughs> He know Betty gonna mess with him. <laughs> okay, the 18th verse. <laughs> and Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. For they were fishers. That meant they were not just out there catching fish to have a fish fry. That was their job. That was their profession. That was their livelihood. They had ships with big nets and men working for them. They were fishermen. That was their business. And then verse 19 says, And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. What? Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Is that in your Bible? 
What does that mean? If fishers was their profession, their livelihood, if he said, follow me and I'm going to make you fishers of men, what does that mean? He's changing their profession. You ain't going to be a fisherman no more, boy. Your business has just changed. Remember something that, uh, that was said this morning? <laughs> I believe Brother Lenny made reference to a scripture that says, he who preaches the gospel shall live of the gospel. Remember I said they were fishers. That was their profession. That was their livelihood. That's how they made their money to live on. He says, I'm going to change your profession, your livelihood. Now you're going to live of the gospel. Ooh, hallelujah. So in other words, if you go, if you go, if you're going to preach the gospel, don't concern yourself about, well, how is the income going to come? How am I going to make the money? How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my bill? If he didn't, if he, if he did not, glory to God, if he could not support it, he would not call you out of what you're doing. He can afford it. He can afford it. He can afford it. Glory to God. He can afford it. Jesus. Not because I call him Lord. I'm living up north now. I ain't never seen bills like I see now. I think they have special delivery bill mail. And got two or three waiting. I got a contract in the mail from a from a man who does uh, uh what do they call that landscaping. Just delivered it, you know, here. And I went out there and raked for a little while. I said, Yeah, I see why you sent that. He who preaches the gospel shall live of the gospel. I said, go ahead, Holy Ghost. Do your thing. Then, then the pool man laid in the cut. He said, May is coming. I'll wait on him. He got to call me. But he who lives of the gospel, preaches the gospel, shall live of the gospel. God will take care of you if you make Jesus Lord. See, when you... Go ahead. Verse 20. And they straightway... What, 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 what do you mean straightway? Immediately. Right then and there. Left their nets or their profession or their job or their livelihood and followed him. Immediately, once you hear that word, follow me. Incorporated in the word, follow me, is I'll take care of you. I'll provide for you. I will be your source. Once you make sure you hear, follow me now. Not the, y'all come on. Oh, no, no, I ain't leaving yet. <laughs> Say it again. Come with me. No. No, no. 
follow me. All right. Now we talking. See? Follow me. Remember I told you um, my testimony of when I got saved? And, and one of the things they said to me, you can do that or you can follow me. Do you remember that? I tell you, God don't waste no words. It may take you five years to catch up with what he said. But, see, I, it was a while before I got it. See, I said, oh, I got it. I got it. Hallelujah. I got it. He said, follow me. I, I mean, he said that to everybody now. He, he, had, he had all kinds of disciples and stuff. He had, he had mountains full of them. They was following him all over the place. But he only picked certain ones and said, follow me. He tried to do that with the rich young ruler. And the rich young ruler, oh, no, I can't do that. Then he's not Lord to you. If you can't do it, he's not Lord. And the only reason that he isn't Lord is because, now watch it now, hold on. Hold on. Get your seatbelt cinched up real good. The only reason that you can't say it is because something else is Lord. Get warm. Something else has got to be Lord. You, what, what did he say? You can't serve. Oh, Jesus. That's good. That's good. Let's go over to, let's go over to the, what is that, the sixth chapter? Notice, notice. The 24th verse. No man can serve two masters. How come he didn't say five masters? He said no man can serve two masters. It's going to be one or the other. There's only two involved. It's either Jesus is Lord or your job is Lord. Or your bank book is Lord. Some folks they call is Lord. Look, see, and Watch now, watch now. If your car is Lord, Jesus can never tell you what to do with that car. Remember another place he said, uh, anyone who loves father or mother or sister or brother or children more than me is not worthy of me. Why did he say that? He said it because you made them Lord. Children can be Lord. Give them back to God. Then they, then I mean, they, they Lord is Lord. And he'll tell you, okay, now you wait for me. But give them to him. Hallelujah. Think about it now. Think about it. That's why, that's why I believe in dedication. There's some, some ministers who don't believe in it. Hey, that's all right. I don't, I don't fall out with them. But I believe, I believe in dedicating your children to the, back to the Lord. I believe in that. Amen. Because see, you, you're saying, Jesus, you are Lord, even over this child. And if you say, I want them, give them to me to be a minister of the gospel, to be raised up in, in maybe, maybe, maybe in my sister's house. Ooh, you, I mean, you're touching something now. You're messing with something now with, with mothers. But do you remember, what was it, Samuel's mother? Who's that, Hannah? 
Hannah said, Lord, if you give me a man child, I'll give him to you. Did God take him? He certainly did. He certainly did. So I'm raising this one up to me. Raising this one up. But she had to give him. Listen, she had him, had to give him up. She was barren, had no children. And she said, if you give me a man child, I'll give him to you. He said, okay, that's a deal. They made a deal. And she had to take him to the temple. How many, how many mothers can give up their, you know, think about that now. Think about it. I mean, you're talking about calling Jesus Lord. How many of us won't let our children go because they're messing up and, oh, you just you just fret over it and you worry over it and you stay up at night and you call them up and bless them out because they're messing up and all oh, this and all that. Wait a minute. Is Jesus Lord? Give them to them, him. Give that child to him. The God, I give them to you. You're, you are my Lord. And if you're my Lord, you're Lord of my children. You're Lord of my home. You're Lord of my job. You're Lord of my clothes. You're Lord of everything. You're Lord. He's Lord. He's Lord. Let him be Lord. Do you know that's something that the Lord really got back to me with, with, with when, it, when it concerns that, that, that swimming pool in the house? Because I never wanted a pool. I was never interested in a pool or anything like that. And I always was thinking in terms of, well, what about the little kids? You know, the little kids might fall in there and all that kind of stuff. Am I Lord? Am I Lord over your pool? Am I Lord over your children? I, I can handle it. Or do you think you can handle it better? I'll get back out the way. He'll just back, out, out, back on out the way. Now you handle it. Go get your cyclone fence. Amen. And your big dopamines. Amen. That's right. Or you're going to make him Lord. Hallelujah. He's got to be Lord. 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 All right. Praise God. Oh, my Thank you, Jesus. We win, Matthew. Let, let's stay right there and, and turn over to the 33rd verse. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, don't worry or fret about it, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. There's enough stuff going on today, what are you worried about tomorrow for? Let me be Lord, and I'll take you one day at a time. See, God doesn't give you stuff out way out in the future. If you're walking by faith, it's now. It's now. It's right now. You believe God right now. Don't concern yourself about tomorrow. Say, yeah, but pastor, the mortgage is due the 15th, and I don't have it. Now, come on back. You got to be word-minded here. Listen. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. What are you doing worried about the 15th when today is the night? <laughs> Some of y'all are going to get it in a minute. I'm going to hang around till you get it. <laughs> you, 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 you see that? 
if you're going to be word-minded, be word-minded. If you're going to make Jesus look, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Turn to Luke, the ninth chapter. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay. Luke, the ninth chapter. I call you Lord. Jesus said in the 62nd verse of the ninth chapter, which is the last verse, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. If you called him Lord, you got in. Don't look back. Don't look back. Remember Lot's wife? Every time you get ready to look back, say, Lot's wife, look straight ahead. You, you feel you feel yourself tempted to look. Lot's wife. Lot's wife. That's what you got to do. See? <laughs> no man. Listen, no man. That includes all of us. Everybody. Everybody is covered. No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. You are unfit. Unfit. That's, that's a sobering thought. We heard about the tithe this morning. If Jesus is Lord, tithing is no problem. He said it, I do it. Yeah, but what about so? You know what about? If he's Lord, that's it. Case closed. I do it. So what do, well, why do you do that? That's what I do. Why do you do that? Because I'm a new creature. Why do you not do it? Because you are old creature. Must be. I am a new creature, and that's what new creatures do. Well, why do dogs bark? Because he's a dog. You got a scientific explanation for why dogs bark? Yeah, he's a dog. Now, that's real simplistic, but that's exactly what I want to put into you. I want you to get just how simple it is. If he's Lord, you do certain things. I just do that. Remember, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. Why do you do that? There's other things that you can do. Because he said so and he's Lord. Yeah, but I can serve God in my house. I can serve God. I can read my Bible. I can pray. But he said not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together and he's Lord. In my house, if you will. Yeah, go ahead. But you ain't your Lord. Who are you serving? Well, <clears throat> oh, I could tie some Christians up. They little scrawny next to Tie them up in knots. Speaking of the tithe, he said 10% of all your increase. That's what tithe means 10%. Of all your increase. Oh, everybody say all. 
all your increase. Did he say all your money? He said all your increase. He said 10% of it is mine. That's my portion. No, no. You, you don't owe him 10%. It's his. Hey, hello. Wait a minute. Let me, let me say it again. You don't owe him 10%. It's his. Because if you owed him 10%, then he couldn't say you was a thief. He loaned it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you get that? No, he never said you owe him 10%. That's his. Of all, now get back to of all your increase. So, Lord, if I got a new car, how do I give you 10% of it? You don't know which 10% belongs to him, do you? So, make it all holy. what you should have yelled. Oh, Lord, they done hit your car. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> they done run into your car, Lord. sinking in. They, 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 they get it. Turn to Luke 6. You, you're right there in Luke, so turn back to the 6th chapter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Hallelujah. If they, Lord, they hit your car. I see a dent in your car, Lord. Now, you know, Lord, you like stuff first class. I know you're going to fix this thing. You, you're not going to leave no dents in your car. 
even though he paid for the right to tell you what to do, he won't exercise that right until you say, I accept you, Lord. Gotcha. Now I can tell you what to do. Ooh, boy. Everybody say hundredfold. Hundredfold. I want a hundredfold of everything God has for me. Hundredfold comes by making Jesus Lord. When I give myself 100%, then I'm eligible for 100% from him. That's a biblical principle. That's a principle of the word of God. Hallelujah. Turn to Mark, the 10th chapter. Hallelujah. I believe he's doing this for a purpose. He did not want Resurrection Sunday to come in here without you acknowledging that Jesus is Lord. The 10th chapter of Mark, the 28th verse. Then Peter began to say unto Jesus, this was after the account of Jesus saying, how hard is it for a rich man to enter into the kingdom? Then Peter began to say unto to him, lo, we have left all and have followed thee. Now, now notice that terminology. We have left all. We left all to follow you. All the word said was that that straightway they dropped their nets and followed him. Peter said, we've left all. You, you, you see that? Look, look at that again. Peter began to say unto him, lo, well look here, Jesus. We have left all and have followed thee. In other words, we've made you Lord. We made you Lord. So now, what, what are we going to get out of it? That's, that's exactly what he was saying. He said, oh, well, I don't serve God to get something. That's what if he said, hey, look here. You know, hey, I left my ship. Left my job. I, I, I cut loose from everything and followed you. Now, what's in it for me? See, some of y'all are too spiritually afraid to talk to God like that. But you're thinking it. And you think he don't hear you. You're thinking it. Well, if I serve you, Lord, you know, what am I going to get? You know, well, what, what's in it for me? That's what you're thinking. But it's all right. He knows that. That's why he made provision for it. That's why he put something out there for you. That's why he put the hundredfold out there. So watch this now. He said, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus said, verily I say unto you, there is no man, no man. Glory to God, aren't you glad Jesus said no man? So that, in other words, he wasn't just talking to Peter. He wasn't just talking to the apostles. He wasn't just talking to the disciples that were there. He said no man. Listen to it. Verily I say unto you, there is no man that have left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife 
or children or lands for my sake and the gospels, but he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time, now in this time, in the age that you're living in. Houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions. Do you know that the, the prosperous always get persecuted? You start to prosper. I'm sure there's some folk right here. You're going to get persecuted. But what you do is just grin and enjoy it. I'm going to slosh around the pool and enjoy it. I'm just going to backstroke on while you're going, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you. I'm just going, That's right. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Amen. Oh, thank God, Jenny. Okay. <laughs> when, when, and it ain't on no video thing. All right. <laughs> With persecutions. You're going to get persecuted, so, but that's all right. See, because when the persecution comes, you say, oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I know I'm going to get this now. Let it come. Okay. And in the world to come, eternal life. Now, that is so important, what he just said there. And in the world to come, eternal life. And, notice, and connects it to something that went before. He said, in this time, you're going to be blessed with a hundredfold. And in the world to come, eternal life. So, in other words, you go to heaven, but while you're here, you can have the hundredfold. Glory to God. You can have a hundredfold while you're here, as long as you make Jesus Lord. Give him hundredfold, he'll give you hundredfold. <clears throat> Turn to the fourth chapter of Mark. Mark, since we're there. Thank you, Lord. Now, this I'll have to do after Resurrection Sunday. But I just want to show you this, this part of it. Look at the 20th verse. Remember, he's talking about sowing good seed into good ground. And he's talking about the, the, the wayside folk and the stony folk and the, and the folk that with no root in themselves and, and, you know, and those among thorns and all that. And then he gets down to the 20th verse and he says, and these are they which are sown on good ground. These are they which are sown on good ground. Such as hear the word and receive it. What do you mean, Jesus? Such as hear the word and receive it. In other words, you hear what Jesus says, you receive it, and by you receiving it, that means you're going to act on it. He's Lord. What did you say, Jesus? Okay. And you're going to do it. Listen. Such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit. Some 34, some 60, and some and 100. In other words, everybody's not going to bring forth a hundredfold instantly. That thing's got to be developed. You got to work on it. 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 What does it take? It takes time. It takes time. You might get tenfold. You might get twelvefold. You might get fifteenfold. But thank God it's better than nofold. And you're working your way to a hundredfold. So whatever fold come on, come with it. Come on with it, Jesus. I can handle it. And I'll hang on until more fold come and more fold come and more fold come. 
¿Sí? Eh, yeah. Some 60 and some 100. I want the 100. I'm shooting for the 100 fold. It's better that you shoot for the 100 fold and get 60 than shoot for 60 and get nothing. Or 30, or 20, or 10. Shoot for the 100. Take the same bullet. Hey, man, you, you won't shoot the thing. You got a shot. Shoot for the hunt. Man, aim for the bullseye. Oh, if I could just hit him. See, I wasn't like that. Man, when I was on the job, Jack, I'm going to tell you, they, they used to call, man, they called me all kinds of things, but one of the things they called me. <laughs> okay. When I aimed at it, it was hit. telling you that part yet. Y'all can quit that. Okay? When I aimed at it, it was hit. I would instruct the other officers how to shoot. I was one of the training instructors. I would qualify them. When they came to be qualified, they had to qualify every year. I would train them. I'd get in there, me and my partner, we, we'd shoot the we'd shoot the, the staples off. The, the You know how you staple up the, the bullseye? We'd shoot out the staples. Big. Okay, I got that one. You get the other one. You get this. Pow. I get this. I said, okay, I'll take the bottom left. He said, no, I want that. I said, all right, I'll take the bottom right. Pow. Knock it out. And I said, okay, you make it fall. He said, pow. And the target fall on the, on the ground. I didn't miss. I did not miss. I shot for the bullseye all the time. You might as well shoot for the whole. And see, I was, well, I was mean. You know, Dr. Price called me after my testimony. He called me and, and the other, and the other uh, uh, Al, uh, him too. He was an officer too. He, he said, he called us Murder Incorporated. <laughs> Dr. Price, that's what he called us. At the, at the business meeting Friday night, uh, there was something. He said, oh, okay, Murder Incorporated. Go, you go ahead and talk, whatever you want to say. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. See, you were, I, I was me. See, I had... I had one philosophy, and that was there was only going to be one story when there was a shootout. It was going to be my story. <laughs> you know how these guys go to court now, you know? Well, the guy said, yeah, well, he did this and he did that. Mm -mm, wasn't going to be none of that. Only story they were going to hear was mine. Because that boy, wasn't, he wasn't going to be talking. Mm-mm. Now, see, you all think, you see, see, you think that's mean, but that's just the way it was. I was shooting for the bullseye. I was shooting to take him out. I was not shooting to hurt his little toe. I was going for the whole thing, see? So whatever I was aiming at, that's what was going to get hit, okay? So that's just the way, that's where you got to be with this. Aim for the bullseye. Go for the whole thing. Go for the hundredfold, and there's a way to go for the hundredfold. There's a way to do it. You got to follow the book. That's all you got to do. You got to follow the book. Now, if Jesus is Lord, let him be Lord. Whatever he outlined in the book for you to do for the hundredfold, do that. Don't deviate. Don't try to fix it. Don't try to make it better. Don't try to improve upon it. You can't. These are the instructions. This is the way you go for the hundredfold. Go for it.
And I learned how to do that. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going for the 100 fold. I figure where I am now, I'm about 46 fold or somewhere. And I'm shooting for some more. I don't, I don't think I know anybody who's at 70 fold yet. But that don't mean you don't keep shooting for it. Keep shooting for it. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Where we at? Okay. We're, we're in the fourth chapter. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. I, I want to, yeah, yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. Okay. Turn to Genesis 26 chapter. Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 26, verse 12. Then Isaac, as Abraham's boy, then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold. He sowed in the land and received in that same year a hundredfold. So we have to figure out what was it that Isaac did to cause him to receive in the same year a hundredfold. That's what we have to figure out. And we'll tell you next time. <laughs> I love that. I wanted to do that all day. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> nope, we got the next. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> all right. Every head bowed, every eye closed, please. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your power. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you, Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that your spirit has moved in this place. We thank you that the spirit of the living God has moved into this place and has taken up residence. And as long as we're in here, he's in here. Lord God, we thank you for the privilege of sharing your rich word. We thank you for the privilege of receiving seed sown in good soil and that it will be fruitful, Lord. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus for every person here, Lord, because we love them, Lord God. We care about them. We seek their good. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, we prefer our brother before ourselves. We love these individuals, one and all, Lord God, and we prefer them over ourselves, so we want only the best for them. We want God's best for them. Lord God, I thank you for letting me be an example, for letting me be, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for lack of a better word, a guinea pig. Shove me out there first. Let me go out in the front. Because you said, Lord, you spoke it, you spoke it through your servant, Lord God, but I have given you a cutting edge. Takes the pressure, takes the pain, takes the hits, takes the persecution so that others can follow and be blessed. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you, Father, that that is a part of our purpose. That is a part of your plan and your purpose for us, Lord. 
and we will continue it in faith and in love. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.